something that can make you do wrong. Love and happiness. Go, you got a hit. Hey y'all, welcome back to Messy Situations. It's your favorite sister, Sequoia, and we are back with another episode. Y'all, I haven't been on here in a little minute. I think like a week or something like that. So how y'all been? You know, I ask how that almost every episode, which y'all been up to, which y'all doing, how y'all feeling? I'm good, you know? I'm just chilling. I'm just taking it a day at a time because you hoes is crazy. Uh, but, um, yes, uh, y'all see me action doing my thing. How y'all feel about it? You know, it's just going to get bigger and better as we go. But, you know, we're just starting out. How y'all feeling about the nails? Get into the nails, the details. Hun, she did her thing. Okay, we love a good green. But anyways, y'all, I just, oh, let me stop being so silly, but we're back. We're back, y'all. But, um, yes, it's, uh, March. It's March already. It's like the year just is going by so fast. It's like, damn. But I hope y'all year is going by good because... I can definitely say it has been rocky. It's definitely started off a little rocky, but things are getting better. You know, I found me a little church and I'm just so happy I found me a church. Like finding a church is something I've been wanting to do since I moved out here. And now that I finally found one and it's like a whole bunch of like young black people, young black families, I really love that for myself because it's just like, I don't, because, you know, when you go to, like, an old-ass church, you just feel like, damn, but I'm not, he-. like, they're not, I can't relate. There's all these old people in this church. But, yeah, just being around these young black people who just so energetic and smiling and they, like, love, it seems like they love their church and this pastor. You know, I've only been going a couple weeks, so, you know, I'm just getting to know the place. But, um, yes, I'm just... I'm on my little spiritual journey, and I'm I'm loving it. So let's get into these rare hot topics. I wanted to talk about uh these kidnappings of these Americans in Mexico. I get so many mixed reviews from like people because I don't know for some reason I've just always known a lot of Hispanics. And um, the ones that are from like Mexico, I'll ask because Mexico is a place that I've always wanted to go. And it just looks so beautiful. And people who are born and raised there and then, you know, came to America or whatever, they're like, you know, I loved it. It's, you know, it has every place has its, you know, bad size, pros and cons or whatever. Every place has its cons. But, you know, I loved it. The food was better. This was better. Like, you know, people talk about it and they're just so excited and, you know, they love their country or whatever. So, um, you know, seeing how they did these black people just is like, I'm going to stay my ass right the fuck home. I don't think I'm ever going to go to Mexico because I just can't see myself 
going to no place where you just hear so many bad things. And like I said, I hear mixed reviews. Like some people are like, nah, you know, X, Y, and Z happened. I I ain't ever going to go back to Mexico. And then some people are like, oh, I'll go a couple times a year. Like I know people who have property out there. And like in the summertime when it's time for vacation, you know, they go back to their hometown or a place close to their hometown. And, um, you know, they do their thug thizzle, but I don't know if it's just because they were black. I mean, I know they just, they do this to, you know, their own people, but it's like, why did y'all mistake the, how did these people mistake these fucking black people and, you know, try to do some shit? And that's why I'm like, uh uh-uh. First of all, when I was reading the article, they was going there, the group was going there for their friends' medical procedures. Mm-mm. You don't ever see me going overseas and letting nobody cut up on nothing. I'm going to do that shit right up in America because if something goes wrong, like, how can you hold them people accountable? They in a whole different country. Like, they, they don't have to operate by the American laws. So, I don't know. I just say be careful. If you don't go over there to Mexico, you need to research everything before you step over there. Or step over there. Like, mm-mm. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I would really love to go there and just see it and experience it. Because y'all know I love a good taco. But with all this going on, I just can't see myself going over there. It's just, mm-mm. I want to come back alive and well. And the way it's looking right now, it just, it don't look like it's going to happen. But, you know, keep them in prayer. Because that, that's scary. Like, I can imagine they were scared as fuck. And I wonder why they injured them, you know, why they shot the man two times and they didn't really do anything to her, even though they were holding her captive. Like what made them shoot her, shoot him? It's just a scary situation. It's just real scary. When you go to a different country, you need to be on your P's and Q's. Like when I went to, first of all, every time I've traveled out the country, I'll be looking everywhere, every which aware. And if it don't look safe to me or it's just give me bad vibes, like I'm about to just chill. I'm I'm not about to be driving in no place, especially in Mexico, where you don't know who is who as far as like, you know, if anything goes wrong, is the police about to help me? Because, you know, them niggas be wrapped up and shit, too. And y'all know y'all can't speak the language. So you need to I don't I don't know how uh, GPS work over there, but. Motherfucker, you better have the map quest directions. I'm not driving nowhere unless I truly truly know how to get somewhere not saying that i've been there before and i travel the roads but i'm gonna make sure i know which road to turn on which road not to turn on because you just you just never know i feel bad for them people but you know pray for their family and their friends and because the one girl like thank god nothing happened to her but she got six whole kids you know what i'm saying so that that would have been a tragic tragic story it is a tragic story but you know for somebody who has six kids that would have been a a real big loss for her kids so I'm I'm glad that she's okay and it's sad to see that you know two other people in their group lost their lives but you know I'm gonna leave that right there on to the next red hot topic that I had like I really wanted to talk about 
this Bishop Whitehead because ever since that nigga got ran down on, he has just been in the news. Like I just been hearing his name everywhere. And it's like, I don't know. I just, I've never really seen a lot of church people be up in the news all the time, unless it was like, you know, some cheating shit or, you know, I just, I've never really seen a whole bunch of pastors, bishops, leaders of the church just be in the news on some bullshit all the time. But this man right here, and and this is why like people need to stop being so influenced by social media because I feel like I mean, people want to do what they want to do at the end of the day regardless, but I feel like social media just be having people think that they have to live this certain lifestyle because, you know, they are who they are to society or their community or this, that, and the third. So it's like, and to, you know, be posting on social media and stuff like that, you know, they want to set the tone that they are just, you know, somebody that they're not. But the story is, he was fabricating his bank statements so that he could get a mortgage on this New Jersey mansion. And he was saying that he had, you know, $2 million, but then, you know, I guess they went through all of it and they said he only had $10 in his account in that account. And it's just like, if you don't got it, that is okay. Like you don't have to, like I said, niggas gonna do what they do at the end of the day. But like, I'm I'm never about to just sit out here and be like, f- you know, faking my money so that I can do weird shit. Like, I just think that people should just live within their means. Like, you don't have to put on a show. Like, social media ain't shit for real. Like, it's it's gonna get you places and it's gonna get you in rooms and shit that you probably never imagined and connected with people who you might have never connected with. But at the same time, I just feel like people just do too much on there. Do too much. So I just say that, I don't know, let's, I just want, I, I pray that when my kids get older, like social media is not even like a a thing anymore. I don't see that happening. But, you know. I just hope that people don't hold us to such a high regard. Like people want to post everything on social media, you know, people do wow shit for social media and it just be too much. So I hope that my bad, y'all, my computer went off. uh, But anyways, I just hope that when my kids get older, they don't really have to even worry about too much of social media because too much goes on for for social media for me i'll just be like y'all gotta calm it down anyways let's jump into this topic that's enough about him um so what i wanted to talk about this week is like unlearning unconscious habits from childhood i feel like a lot of shit especially a lot of relationships get messed up because of like people's tainted experiences during childhood so when they are going through something they just tend to like lash out at people or neglect people who they care for because they don't know how to they were never taught or never shown how to effectively communicate I know that 
I for sure am guilty of that, but I've definitely gotten better as I've gotten older, especially since I have kids. Like I really try to, the places where I was lacking before my kids, I definitely try to better myself in those areas because I don't want to raise, it's a lot of shit that goes, that is against black people in general, especially black men in this world. So it's like, I want to equip them as much as I can before they leave my house so that when they get into relationships or they get into the workplace or they are just going through life, they know how to communicate with people because I feel like a lot of issues could be solved if people knew how to communicate. If people would stop having such like a big ego or feeling as though, oh, I don't need nobody. Yes, the fuck you do because you over here chanting, I don't need nobody. And then when you have nobody around you, you in the house crying, depressed, as fuck because nobody want to be around you because your attitude is so mean and fucking nasty and so me personally I never really like the communication between my parents when I was younger was always so they were all they always argued over a lot of shit and I just be like when I was like five six seven maybe even eight, like I couldn't really understand why they argue so much. And because you're young as shit, you're just witnessing it. But then when I got older, the def- the relationship definitely changed and they were able to have convers- like better conversations on shit. But <sighs> even outside of my parents, Around me, I will say that when a person was mad or they felt some type of way about something, the first thing that they resorted to doing was, oh, I'm going to cuss this motherfucker out. I'm going to tell them about themselves. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z to make them feel as bad as they made me feel. And I get it. Like I see it from both points of views, both perspectives. Cause it's like, when a nigga piss you off, he be like, bitch, I'm about to, you know, I'm about to fuck you up. I'm about to say this, that, and the third, because it, even though it's whatever you're saying is like fucked up, it makes you feel good in that moment. Like that instant gratification that people love. But at the end of the day, is it really worth it? Is saying all that shit really worth it? Is the relationship that you possibly could be severing, is that worth it? Is it worth it you not talking to your friend or your family member or your sibling, whatever? Is saying all that shit, how is it going to make the situation better? And so witnessing that, you know, for so many years, when I got older and I started dating or I started trying to have like real friendships with people and shit like that. I noticed that like my communication was some trash. Like it definitely was some trash because a person could do like one little thing and it not even be a big thing. Like, okay, now, now that I'm a mom, I feel like forever since forever because a bitch could never get up and go to school on time. But I don't know. I just can never make it somewhere on time. But like, I be wanting people... (laughs) 
when it's something that has to do with me, I'll be wanting people to be on time. And so I remember like being this girl who I knew, right? We had plans to go out. And at the time, she didn't have a car or whatever. And so I was the driver. And she had been off of work for like hours now, like two, three hours. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be at your house at X, Y, and Z time. Like, make sure you're ready because, I mean, like, even though the clubs back home stay open way later than the clubs out here, a lot of shit, I don't want to be fucking waiting in lines forever. So I'll be trying to get there, not like super early, but like as the crowd is coming, not as the shit is already packed. Like I'll be trying to be not standing in a line for, for forever. That shit is whack as fuck to me. So, um, yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, make sure you're ready by this and this time. Cause I want to be there at this time because you know, I don't want to be standing in line. And then, you know, you can never really find no fucking parking. Uh, in the in cities, you cannot find no motherfucking parking when it's um time to go out on a motherfucking Friday or Saturday night. So I wanted to make sure that we got parking as well. And I'm like, okay, I get there, whatever. First of all, I be t- I always tell people, okay, I'm headed to your place. It's gonna take me X and X and X amount of time. So then I get there, and she's like, hold on. I'll be out. Can give me 10 minutes. I'll be out. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm just sitting in there on my phone, just chilling. 10 minutes roll by 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, bitch, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Just fucking say that. And I'll go the fuck home. Like, don't have me sitting out here just waiting, 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 waiting. So I'm like, you know, what time are we about to be done? And then at some point I just clicked off and I was just irritated as fuck. And so I just went, ham. I was just saying shit that I didn't even need to say just because I was mad because I was waiting. Like what was the purpose of that? Now that I look back on that situation, I'm like, what the fuck was the purpose of that? Because I feel like our friendship was never the same after that. Like we didn't talk for some months. I don't know how long, but I know it was it was a few months that we didn't talk because it's like, damn, you didn't even have to go off on me like that. That was real unnecessary. But right there, I could have just communicated like, bitch, if you're going to have me waiting more than an hour, then just tell me at what time to come. I feel like we were both wrong. I was super wrong, but I feel like we were both wrong because she could have just communicated like, oh, you should come at this time because then I would have lessened me being so irritated by just waiting. And then I could have said like, if you're going to have me waiting for X amount of time, then we can just do something another day or I'm not going to leave my house so early because just sitting around waiting for somebody when you have plans is so irritating. I don't know about y'all, but that irritates the fuck out of me. But it's many of situations like that where I've just popped the fuck off on people and then we don't talk for months. And sometimes the relationship bounces back and sometimes it doesn't. And when I think about it, nine times out of 10, the little situation that we was arguing over that I went the fuck off for, it didn't even deserve all that energy. But 
as a child, when you witness things don't go people's way, so they just go the fuck off. That's the only way you know how to communicate to somebody that you're irritated instead of just having a conversation. You can literally have a a calm ass debate and you can agree to disagree and walk away from the situation, still having your friends, still having, you know, your sibling or whatever, like whoever it is that you, you know, you're debating with. It doesn't always have to be so a destructive conversation because I don't feel like it's worth it. It's definitely not worth it. Um, so in this, um, I don't know, argument, you saying a lot of hurtful and mean things that you really don't mean to this person. Like you're just saying shit to like, make sure that you get that jab at that person to make sure that you make that person just as upset as they made you. And then, you know, if y'all do come back and y'all start talking, how do you get over it? How do you address those things? Cause I don't know me, but like, I mean, I don't know y'all, but me, I will hit below the belt. Like back then I would just hit below the belt. Cause I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Who are you? I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Cause it's about me all the time and that's a fucked up way of thinking because it's really not it's really not about me and so in the real world as an adult you can't do that like when a motherfucker piss you off at work you can't just pop the fuck off and expect to have a job or you know when you have an opportunity that might take you somewhere but you got a funky ass attitude about the situation because shit not moving how you want it to move or whatever. That just makes people not want to be around you. That makes people not want to work with you. You just, you can't do that. You're going to sever a lot of, like people used to tell me all the time, like, oh, if you don't fix your attitude, you're not going to make it anywhere in life. You know, your life is going to be really hard if you don't learn how to communicate with people. Like people would say, that, people said that to me as early as elementary school because I would just get so fucking mad and just lose it. But I'm definitely not going to, I feel like that was a fucked up thing for all those people to be saying to me, like, you're never going to be anything in life if you can't fix your attitude. I think that's a fucked up way of trying to get somebody to learn how to effectively communicate instead of like kicking me when I'm down how about you help me learn how to communicate effectively with people when I feel jaded or slighted or we have a disagreement about something there's definitely been times when I don't know. People could have stepped in and been like, hey, this is how you should have handled the situation instead of just pointing the finger at me. Well, you did X, Y, and Z. Okay, bitch. And so what? You didn't fucking help in this situation. So if you're not going to help me, then just shut the fuck up. You know, that's how I be feeling about that because people always have a whole bunch of fucking opinions, but they're never really willing to like help you get better. You know, you only need to select few people who be willing to help you get better at shit. Um, so yeah, I just feel like you definitely can't go around existing with this, you know, whole fuck you attitude because it's really not going to get you, get you anywhere. I know people that have that fuck you attitude and it's all about me. And if you don't do what I want you to do, then it's fuck you type shit. 
and they be lonely as fuck. Like I said earlier, be lonely as fuck, sitting in the house crying all the time because they're by themselves all the time. Nobody, I don't feel like we were made to be by ourselves all the time. I'm, I just don't believe that you're meant to be connected with somebody. If that was the case, niggas wouldn't be, you know, longing for a goddamn husband or a wife or a companion after their spouse have died or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I just don't feel like we were meant to walk this earth and live this life alone. So if you find people who you really fuck with and who really fuck with you and are like genuine in the the way that they fuck with you, like they don't have no hidden hidden agendas. They're not trying to use you for nothing. It's just like a motherfucking friendship that nobody is trying to be an opportunist and like y'all just genuinely fuck with each other. People need to cherish that. I, I just think that like, again, social media has people so fucked up. And I think COVID too, that like people learn, lost how to communicate with each other. Not even just like having arguments or whatever, but everybody just want to communicate do motherfucking Instagram, TikTok, and bitch, how about you call me? Call me and check up on me. Don't be like, oh my God, you look so pretty on social media and shit, but we supposed to be friends and you never check up on me. Like, that's weird to me. I don't know. This, I don't know. This generation is just so weird. I feel like I'm an old soul. The other day, I was like, damn, I wish I grew up in the 90s. Because I feel like niggas just had so much fucking fun. And I know there was a lot of shit that was going on in the 90s. But it just, I don't know. Everybody talks about the 90s. Like, that was the era to be in, to be a part of. Like, I really wish I was an 80s baby who grew up in the 90s. Because, I don't know. I just feel like that fits my vibe. Um, But... Learn how to respectfully disagree with a person that you care about. Now, if it's just a rando or like somebody who you really don't, who's an associate or y'all just see each other, y'all just say hi and bye to each other in passing and they don't mean anything to you. Now, I'm not saying that it's okay to just, you know, be mean and nasty to random ass people, but. They don't hold a special place in your heart. So how they feel about you or about a situation doesn't really matter. But if they're near and dear to your heart, learn how to respectfully communicate with somebody when y'all are disagreeing about something. Because it just avoids, you can avoid a lot of conflicts and fucked up ass situations and people just learn how to communicate. Um especially when you have kids involved in general, but especially when you have kids involved, because you don't want to teach your kids those same generational bad habits that have been going on for, you know, years and years and years. Like I feel like our generation is the generation that is going to break these generational curses, but it's not going to happen unless I don't know. You just do your little part. Do your little part. Figure out where you fucking lacking at and just do some soul searching. So, you know, you can be a better person. I don't know. Like, I've I just been on this thing. Like, it takes zero dollars to be kind to people. So, and I feel like 
when you are kind to people, kindness is just going to come your way. Life is, like I said before, life is not going to be peaches and cream, rose-colored glasses every day, all day. I'm not saying that at all because that, that would be false. But what I am saying is that if you do good, good will come back to you. And it just, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the world is a, is will be a better place once people learn how to fucking be kind and talk to other people. Um, and, you know, seek therapy. I don't, I'm not going to say therapy is the answer for everything, but it's going to teach you how to, you know, it's going to give you a different perspective and make you think about things in a different way. And sometimes it'll make certain shit just click. When you have somebody who is unbiased, who doesn't really know anybody involved, but they're just hearing this. If you're going to tell the situation truly, you they're just hearing the situation and they're picking up places that you might be missing because motherfuckers love to say that they're right oh i you know this people love to be the fucking victim people love to be the fucking victim so when you're sitting in front of a person who doesn't have anything to gain from this situation but they're just sitting here listening to you trying to help you navigate these type of things they going they can point out where it is that you went wrong at Cause it takes two to tango. A motherfucker can't argue by themselves. So, you know. So yeah, seek therapy. Seek therapy. A lot of people be just going through shit and they don't know how to express themselves to the people around them. So they end up burning a lot of bridges because they just don't know how to talk to people. There's only so much a person can take. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know. Again, I'm just saying, be kind to the people who you really care about. I know I kind of like talk, say this regularly, but I don't know. I feel like this is just a transformative time. I'm in a transformative time period in my life where I don't have time for the bullshit. It's you only got one time. I may fuck with you after a, a certain situation. But I don't think a re the relationship will ever be the same because I just don't have time for the dumb shit. Like, you have to come at me on some different type shit than I was on before. Because I'm just like, I'm not trying to say like I'm too grown or I'm above certain shit, but just certain stuff I'm just not going to tolerate because I've, I've already set those boundaries. Especially, like I've said, I, I grew up amongst chaos when you get older and you get to a certain point in your life you don't want to be wrapped up in nobody's nobody's chaos whether it's family friend or foe i'm just not going to do it no more i can't i'm not going to put energy into something that don't make me feel good person place or thing that's why i want to get the fuck up out of la because i this place just don't feel good to me it is just too many People trying to be somebody. And there's nothing wrong with trying to be somebody. But it's just too many people trying to be somebody while stepping on somebody else. I just don't like that. I just don't like that at all. That's not my style. I don't know. My main race no hoe, so I can't do that. I'm not with that whole ass shit. So, I don't know, y'all. But... 
you know, as I always say, my gem of the week is learn how to communicate effectively with people who you care about. And, you know, if you can't, then I guess you're just going to continue to be by yourself. So shouts out to you. <laughs> but I think that's it for this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, you know, leave a little rating on Apple. Leave a little comment on Instagram. Do something because the content just about to keep getting better and better. Okay. All right, y'all. Bye.